everyone. Welcome to the Average Football Pod. My name is Craig Turner. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you enjoyed the week so far. And I hope COVID hasn't affected you too much. So, right, uh, we're going to go through the games of the Premier League, which was supposed to be 10 games, but it's now down to five. Currently at this moment in time at 10.38 on Friday the 17th of December. Now, the only reason I say the date and time at the moment, because at this moment in time, we just don't know if all these games are going ahead. Um, Because um, the games have been affected by COVID. And um, so there's a lot of games to make up at the moment. Uh, So currently, um, looking at the fixtures at this moment in time, they all look like they're going ahead. But there has been issues of COVID in other places like um, Liverpool have had a couple of players out with COVID. Uh, Spurs haven't played in almost two weeks. So it would be two weeks since Spurs played when they play Liverpool. Um, Chelsea have had some COVID issues as well. Um, and we just don't know what's going to go ahead with Villa Burnley and Leeds Arsenal, so there could be COVID issues by the morning. Who knows? But we're going to talk about the games that are currently going ahead at this moment in time. So if they change, then it it seems like it's going to be an absolute rolling subject, and it could be that this could be out of um, the Premier League's hands in a way, that games could actually, all the games could be postponed without really Premier League doing anything and enforcing anything because I know um, the uh, Brentford manager has said that he would like the games postponed this week and the Carabao games postponed midweek as well but um, that doesn't look like it's going to happen but it could happen because of Covid could force the hand of the FA so who knows so um, we'll have to wait and see what happens so um We'll talk about the first game of the weekend, as I always do, and that is Villa versus Burnley. Um, So this game is going to be a very tight affair, I feel. Um, Steven Gerrard has done really well so far with Aston Villa. He's only lost one game in his five games he's had. Six games, I think, he's had with Villa. So um, he's really put him on a really nice trajectory going up. Uh, Ollie Watkins has seemed to be a big focal point of the side. Same with... um, Ezra Konza and McGinn. It seems like he's got a nice little backbone of that side there. Um, it's nice to see Ollie Watkins scoring goals as well. He's someone to look out for if you're playing fantasy football because he's playing really well and someone not to be ignored at, at the moment because um, with them playing well, with him playing well, only brings up a little bit um, of positivity with Villa. And if he scores goals, then it just yeah, just gives Villa that little bit of boost that they need. The next thing they need is Danny Ings to score goals. Um, that would be great for Villa if they can get if they can get him to score goals now. Um, because Watkins has always been a, a player that I've I've liked since I saw him last year when he uh, joined Villa. Um, he's playing really well for him, and I feel with Ings coming into the side might have put his nose out of joint a little bit going into this week. So. Um, yeah, I, I felt a little bit sorry for him, but uh, we'll just have to wait and just have to wait and see how that went. Uh, Burnley, on the other hand, um, they didn't play midweek because um, they had the game postponed because of COVID. Um, 
they got a good result last weekend, did they? I'm trying to look through the fixtures. Da, da, da. Burnley, yeah, nil-nil against West Ham. So that would give them a really good boost because West Ham are playing really well at the moment. Um, well, they were playing really well before that. Then West Ham have struggled to find some form recently, losing quite heavily to um, Arsenal midweek. Um, and I think in a way, the, the week off West Ham is, might be something what they needed because they've got Southampton on Boxing Day, West Ham. So that could be something that they needed to have as they go into this game. Burnley, on the other hand, um, yeah, they just need to find some players, really, to sort of kick them on a little bit. I think it would be interesting if they do any business in January. Burnley have got some tricky fixtures coming up in the next few weeks. So they have got Everton, which is a which is a winnable game for Burnley, considering the way Everton played, even though Everton got a good result against Chelsea last night. Um and then they have got Leeds on the 2nd of January. So um, I feel like I've missed a week. Uh, da, da, da. So Villa this week. Then they've got Everton. And yeah, I did miss a week. And then they've got Man United. There we go. I thought they were playing Man United. So, yeah, they've got some winnable games, but at the same time, tricky games coming up. So Burnley would want to, sort of, like I said the other day, they only need a win, couple of wins, and that just puts them sort of mid-table. And that's sort of where you feel mid... They're going to feel bottom half of the table, mid-table, and that's where they're probably going to finish this year. So that's probably what they need. Just nice little victory. And um, this will be a really tricky game for um, Villa. Even though Villa have had some tricky games uh, last week um, against uh, Liverpool. Which they were sort of unlucky not to get a result out of that, I don't think. Um, and then they would feel confident going into the Norwich game. I think that was always going to be a win for Villa. Um, it's just the manner of how they were going to win. And it seems like Villa played really well against Norwich. So that's a positive for them. Next game. Uh, so, by the way, I, I think Villa will win 2-0, probably. It'll be a 2-0 game. It seems like that's the scoreline for Villa at the moment. It's a 2-0, 2-1. So, I think Villa will win 2-0. Uh, next game is Leeds versus Arsenal. Then This game should be a really good game. Fans will be up for this because um, Leeds and Arsenal tend to have a really interesting atmosphere to it. Um, back in the day when... Arsenal were doing really well and Leeds had money and were buying decent players. That This game seems to always have a little bit of a spice to it, I feel. But Leeds will want a massive, massive um, reaction after getting hammered midweek against Man City. Um, I, don't, no one, I don't think anyone saw a 7-0 on the cards. Um, and Bielsa was really damning of his players afterwards, in a way, and himself, because he's very de- self-deprecating to himself. Um, and... He seems to be the only manager that, if this was any other manager in the Premier League, I feel that, that he would be under fire and sort of people would be calling for his head. But Leeds love Bielsa and they appreciate what he's done for the club. And they, there is none of that, um, well, who are we going to get in to replace him? Because they feel that they've got the best manager in charge for that side. They've just been decimated with injury, unfortunately, with Leeds. Like I said last week, Banford, Banford got a hamstring strain after celebrating his goal against, um, uh, who was it, uh, Brentford. So uh, it's just not getting the luck. And I think Leeds will need to buy in January if they've got the finances and the resources to do it. Um, Arsenal, on the other hand, they're currently fourth in the league, um, which is surprising as they've gone under the radar a little bit. And, you know, with all the stuff that's happened with Aubameyang and all the turmoil that's caused there I think Arteta's actually done quite well to come out of this quite you know sitting fourth place 
winnable game against Leeds. Um, you'd think Arsenal will go into this game as really strong favourites in this, the way that Leeds are performing and the way Arsenal are at the moment. And Arsenal's next round of games are looking quite nice as well. Um, they haven't actually got... They've got next run of games. They've got Leeds. They've got Arsenal. Uh, sorry. Leeds, Norwich, Wolves. And then they've got Man City, Spurs, where they might drop points there. But you think if they get 9 out of 15 points going into... After, oh, sorry. Next four games, they've got uh, Leeds, Norwich, Wolves, and Man City. Then there's FA Cup. So that's why the Spurs game's afterwards. Um, if they can get at least nine nine points out of 12 there... That's a really good Christmas for them because, um, you know, I think that the only little thing they'd be really disappointed about in December is that loss against Maynard where they should have felt they probably should have got a draw out of that. The loss against Everton where they just didn't turn up. But then they got a really good win against um, Southampton and a really convincing win against West Ham, which I don't think anyone saw that coming. I thought, I think people thought that was going to be a lot more of a closer game. But, um, West Ham just didn't show up, unfortunately, and Arsenal did. So um, I think it'd be really tri tricky for Aubameyang to come back in the side the way that Arsenal played the last few games. Martinez is playing really well up top. Emil Smith-Rowe's coming back into the side. Saka is a con constant there. And it seems like Lacazette is actually relishing the fact that he's the main man now. So, um, And he's, he's playing for his future Arsenal a little bit and future club if he stays or goes anywhere else so he's going to be looking to want to prove a point to the Arsenal hierarchy that he's still he is the man he should be the man um so yeah it's going to be an interesting game that's a 5 30 kickoff on on Saturday and again these are all games that could be cancelled by the time they come around so we'll just have to wait and see hopefully they'll all remain safe and they all are able to play this weekend, but we'll have to wait and see. Right, on Sunday, we've got Wolves against Chelsea. Now, this game is really good. This is a good game on paper. Uh, Chelsea are struggling at the moment a little bit. They're just falling off a little bit of a cliff at the moment. Um, you know, they're conceding goals, which they weren't doing at the start of the season. Um, yeah, it just seems a bit weird with Chelsea. Um, they're just dropping off the pace a little bit. Maybe the fixtures have been a bit too too much for him at the moment um there's a lot of talk about rudiger at the moment in terms of his contract situation um he's out of contract in the summer and it's looking like he's going to go to real madrid but then there's all this rumors about real, uh, real may united coming in for him i can't see that happening but there we go who knows um mason mount's on really good form for chelsea at the moment so he scored four and four in his last four games um i can't see him scoring against chelsea wolves because it just doesn't happen that he's they've scored five, but you never know. He might. He scored really good goals as well. So um, the way he's playing is keeping Chelsea in this title race with them all. But um, then we really disappointed to drop points against Everton um, yesterday. Really annoyed. They, that's a game they should have won, uh, especially the way Everton are at the moment. So um, they'll be really frustrated with that. They've got some COVID issues as well. Um, Lukaku's out with COVID. Good news is Kovacic is back for Chelsea potentially, so that might give him a little boost, but I can't expect him to play because um, he's coming off a hamstring injury. And also he's had about COVID, so he's missed eight games, so I can't see him coming back in the side straight away. But who knows, depending on what the situation is with Chelsea. 
Wolves, on the other hand, um, they were really annoyed that they lost against Man City with Jimenez getting sent off. That was somewhat that was easily avoidable, and um, something that. Bruno Large wasn't happy about at the end of the game last week. But they did bounce back with a nice little win against Brighton away, which is always a tough place to go to. Um, so they will be really pleased about that um, going into this game because it's a little bit of form they needed. Um, defensively, Wolves have been really, really good defensively. So um, really hard to break down. So you do look at this game and think it's going to be a really, really tight affair because Chelsea are not exactly free Flowing, scoring at the moment, so it could be a nil, it could be a score draw, it could be a little nick from one nil win, depending on which way it goes. So who knows? But definitely a nice little game to start off Sunday. Then you've got Newcastle versus Man City. Uh, so I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit um, unfair on Newcastle at last pod. I was saying you know Liverpool are going to smash six or seven past them, but. Um, Man City, on the other hand, uh, they smashed seven parts leads and um, they are on fire and they're going to rotate and change and the next player comes in, they're going to be as good and ready to go. So uh, Newcastle will be really frustrated about how they uh, lost to Liverpool, even though can't really be too downhearted over the Trent goal and the Salah goal, but the first goal, which Jota scored, they would be a little bit annoyed about. But and they need to show better against City. Hopefully, the Newcastle fans might give them that little bit of boost. But you just see City just really just turning on the turning it on, uh, especially this time of year. It's what Man City do, and it seems like Pep really enjoys this time of year. So, um, despite the fact he'll say that there's too many games, but he'll set. You know, you look at his sides and look at the form they show. They are really good at the moment, and if they score more than three, then I think Newcastle have done well there. Uh, last game is Spurs versus Liverpool. Spurs haven't played in two weeks, so in a way, Spurs should be really fresh going into this game. But at the same time, Spurs haven't played in two weeks, and there's going to be a bit of match fitness that's going to be the issue here because uh, I'm not sure if Spurs have had to close their training ground down because of COVID. Um, so if that's the case, they haven't been able to play games. Uh, it all depends on the severity of the COVID cases as well. So if they've had severe COVID, um, then there'll be respiratory issues there. So they wouldn't be able to do the fitness stuff. So there could be get interesting issues here. Liverpool are going to be out of Van Dyke potentially and Fabinho because they've got COVID. And also Jones, again, he tested positive for COVID and awaiting the results. So there could be potentially, this could game could go, who knows? I know Klopp was quite um, adamant that he wants these games to go ahead. But if there's a massive COVID outbreak in Liverpool at Liverpool, then they're going to have to postpone the game. And Spurs is another game they haven't played. So, and their next game will be Boxing Day against Palace. So, I think Conte, in a way, sort of like the fact he hasn't been able to play games. But at the same time, I know uh, I was hearing yesterday that they tried to play the Conference League game, but that got rejected. So, it looks like Spurs will be out of the Conference League going uh, into the new year. Um so, yeah, it's going to be a tricky game to call this one. Um, Liverpool played midweek and they play a strong side. And I don't think they really got our second gear really against Newcastle. I think they had it quite comfortably. But then Van Dijk is so important for Liverpool that they didn't have him there. And you look at Matip and uh, Canate and you just think, oh, maybe they're not as solid as they were. Fabinho's a big miss as well. 
um, against a Spurs side that would be fresh in legs. I think it could be a little bit of an upset here. I think Spurs could actually beat Liverpool. So, but it's difficult to say. Um, it would be really difficult to say if this game goes ahead or not. So um, hopefully it will, but we'll just have to wait and see to see. Right, that rounds out the Premier League games. It's, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter pod because there's not many games to talk about this week. Um, because of COVID. And um, this will be the same around Europe as well. There's no League One games. They're on a uh, mid-season break. So no League and games this week. <coughs> um, games to look out for around Europe is tomorrow night. You've got Seville against Atletico Madrid. Um, top of the sorry, top of the table. Top four clash there. Uh, Seville needs to find some decent form if they want to... Uh, um, consider themselves title favourite or title challenges to Real Madrid, but Real Madrid have got such a, a comfortable lead over everyone else. It, it's it's gonna it's just basically a, a bit of a tricky one really. Um both teams can't lose can't lose this game because if they lose this game then they 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 can pretty much say they're not they're out of the running for the title this year, I feel. because um, Real Madrid are ahead by nine. They these teams need to win um if they're gonna be a challenge and um both teams will be sort of just wanting to get the Christmas period, getting this out of the way, really, this game. Because um, Real Madrid have got an easier game this week as well. So you think they'll win and push through into just increasing their lead. They just can't lose. Both of these teams cannot lose the, the grip on Real Madrid. So Seville sitting second at the moment on 34 with Atletico top of 42. Atletico are fourth with 29. So Atletico need to win this more than Seville does. But again, Seville cannot lose lose sight of Real Madrid at the moment. So um, a really tricky game to call with this. Um, in terms of form at the moment, both have got similar form. Atletico Madrid lost 2-0 against Real Madrid last game. Um, but yeah, they're sort of very similar to each other. Uh, then on Saturday, uh, you've also got in Italy, Atalanta versus Roma. Um this could be a really. This is going to be a really good game, actually. Um, again, both got similar form, really. Um, just a bit of a tricky one to call. Uh, Atlanta are sitting third. Roma are fifth. Uh, Atlanta again can't lose points against Inter and Milan this week. They can't. Both all these te- all these matches are really important now. If they want to win titles and stuff, then they've got to beat the likes of Roma. Roma need this as well because if they win, they go above Florentina. If Florentina lose, um, and that'll put them fifth. Atlanta, if they win, could go top. But um, yeah, could go top if they win. But it all depends if the results other elsewhere go their way. So it's interesting to see. Um, again. All these games could be cancelled because of COVID. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Sunday, we've got in AC Milan against Napoli. So, uh, we've got second versus fourth again. Napoli have sort of dropped off a little bit um, ever since uh, Osasun got injured. They've struggled to sort of keep up the pace that they had at the start of the season. Um, Milan as well. Don't want to lose to don't want to lose to a rival at the moment title rival so they will go into the match favourites at this moment in time but at the same but they both of the um, you know Milan could be top going into Christmas Inter could be top Atlanta could be top so who knows it's just depending on where these fixtures roll into this week then we're going to go Dutch 
um, as another game to look out for on Sunday. In the Eredivisie, uh, you got uh, Final versus Ajax this weekend. Um, so, one of the, two of the biggest clubs in um, in in Netherlands are playing this weekend. Um, definitely, if you can try and find it, watch it. I think Ajax will be heavy favourites going into this game, of course. But um, it could be a good game. Could be a good game to watch. Good atmosphere. Um, at this moment in time, uh, so far, uh, Ajax is second, uh, final the third, both joint on 36 points. Um, again, a draw would be a favourable result for both teams in this one. Uh, they don't want to lose sight of PSV at the moment, so that would help. Uh, Ajax lost to AZ Alkmaar 2-1 at the weekend. Um, uh, and... PSV haven't lost, uh, sorry, Feyenoord haven't lost in five. So um, Feyenoord will go in really, uh, really boosted with confidence. Um, they draw against Groningen last weekend, one all. But um, yeah, they've had some really good results so far. Ajax has scored a lot of goals um, and, you know, they're doing well in the Champions League. So that would be something to look out for if you can. So have a look at that one this week. So Feyenoord versus Ajax um, on Sunday. You've got Milan versus Snappy on Sunday as well, Sunday night. And then tomorrow you've got Atlanta against Roma. Atalanta against Roma, not Atlanta. And then Sevilla against Atletico Madrid. So they're the games to look out for. And then the Premier League, if you're going to watch any games this week, uh, in the UK you can't watch Villa versus Burnley because it's 3 o'clock. So Leeds versus Arsenal at 5.30. And then if you're going to watch a game... On Sunday, go Wolves Chelsea at two, and then watch Spurs versus Liverpool at four thirty. Right, guys, that's a nice little short one today because again, it's not much games going on. Hope you have a lovely time. I will be back Friday on a Christmas Eve to do a little roundup of all the games coming up on Boxing Day and the games and. Uh, going into Christmas period. Um, hope you have a lovely weekend. Stay safe, look after each other, and I will see you again next week. Have a good time. See you soon. Bye.